Good morning and welcome to another day of Morning Fog with Dr. Mark and Liz. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? I am doing well. It is a dark and uh, rainy day outside, but I am still doing well and it is wonderful. How about you? I'm doing well now, but I must say this morning with the dogs and the rain and the mud was <laughs> a bit of a uh, bit of a workout, but everybody's sleeping now, so we're in a good place right now. <laughs> uh, there you go. There you go. So, you know, we're going to bring one of my favorite and our favorite topics to everyone today, and that's to creating an unstoppable team. Unstoppable. And... You know, teams can be small. They can be a team of two. Uh, that might be a work team. It might be a, uh, a couple. It can be a family. It can be a team at work. It can be a company. Uh, and, but teams that are unstoppable are very special. And they typically come about because they are high-performing teams. So... I guess the first question we should talk about is what is a high-performing team? Yeah. Well, while you know this better than anybody because you were in the ICU, uh, basically a high-performing team is a team that has a clear sense of purpose and they're committed to achieving certain results. Um, they're very good at communicating um, and they know how to leverage their strengths and their skills instead of you know, picking on weaknesses. So there's a lot of trust. There's mutual respect. Um, there's also accountability. I mean, even just you and, and me, we have to have accountability for one another, even just on our small team here. Mm -hmm. So high-performing teams are really people who, you know, come together to achieve exceptional results. Exactly. And in our world, there are four pillars or four corner pins, foundations of creating a high-performing and therefore an unstoppable team. Uh, the first is the importance of alignment. And then a culture of trust and accountability. Strong communication. Communication creates, builds alignment and trust. And then the fostering of a growth mindset. And with those two corner pins placed solidly, you have the ability to build, to create that high-performing, unstoppable team. So, you know, this is a big topic, so we're going to break this up into a couple of different episodes. But right now, we're going to get started on the importance of alignment. Mm -hmm. And so, everybody talks about alignment, and I think that people feel that when you're aligned, you have to have everything exactly, you know, agreeable. No, I mean, as a team that's high performing, you have to have an understanding of where you each, um, you, you have alignment in a, in the goal, but you're not necessarily all doing the same thing. So I'm no, sorry, you yeah, no, no it's, I, I think that's exactly right. And, you know, um, there are two ways to create incredible forces of nature. And an unstoppable team is a force of nature. When everyone is perfectly aligned, it's like, you know, shear winds. Uh, shear winds, obviously, uh, very powerful and can flip over an airplane coming uh, 
you know, in or, or uh, possibly even in, in the wake uh, uh, of another uh, aircraft can create a, a tremendous tragedy. But to have everyone on a team aligned in the same direction is typically a challenge. We all have that with them. What's in it for me? And we all have things that want to drive us. And therefore, we have a vector. We're going in a certain direction, but having all those vectors, all those desires and drives on the exact same azimuth, the same compass heading is challenging to get. But there's another way to do it. And that other way to do it is to create a vortex. See, a vortex is all those different arrows, each pointing in each direction around a 360 degree circle, but coming together. So they form a rotation, just like a whirlpool, just like a black hole, just like a tornado. And we know what those high category tornadoes can do as they move together. Although each individual particle is rotating a circle of lots of vectors, they move together in a straight line with incredible force that literally levels some of the most strengthened, well-engineered buildings. And that's and it. And high-performing teams are teams that, again, share a purpose, share similar values, share similar goals. So the, the importance of this is that we're not just talking about businesses here. We're talking about uh, in your personal life and your family life. Uh, I'm having different things running through my brain. Um, I was a theater kid. Certainly there's nothing more than a high-performing team than a you know, think of Broadway, what they have to do in order to put on those productions. You can't have an outlier there. You have to be a high-performing team. Think about Formula One. That's a show on Netflix right now. Um, I don't know what they call those guys that come out and quickly fix something, the tire or whatever. I mean, the oh, precision. The what are they the called? Okay, the pick group. The pick group. They The precision of those teams and how fast they have to do it. Every person knows their position, knows their role. There's one with the you know, the, the one, I don't know what the names of the tools are, but um, whatever they are, you could see that each person, you know, one's got the tire, one's got the, you know, the bolts, one's got whatever, you know, and they're all just doing it and it's, and they're out of there. Uh, Mark, you know, from being in the ICU, I mean, you can't save a life if you don't have a high performing team. No, you can't. And everyone knows their job and everyone respects that. You know, as, as you said, you know, you've got the, the, the person in the front and the back with the jack that just lifts it up just enough to clear We've got the uh, the gentleman who is sitting there and taking off the uh, uh, the bolt and pulling the tire. Someone else who's bringing uh, that that new uh, tire in and being bolted on, um, filling uh, the fuel um, at the same time, um, you know, adjusting uh, some of the uh, uh, the inclines of the wings so that you have the appropriate downward force. All those things taking place within literally seconds because of a well oiled, high performing team. Um, and we have high-performing teams everywhere we look, as you said, Formula One, uh, NASCAR, uh, but um, in the ICUs, um, our uh, special operators, our Navy SEALs, um, our pararescue jumpers uh, with the Air Force, high-performing teams who each rely on each other, have ultimate trust. You know, if you, if you watch a... Um, uh, 
uh, a SEAL team and they're going in to do operations and there's just a nod, a nod ahead and the other SEAL will just give another nod back. What's the nod? My life is in your hands. Your life is in mine. And it's clear, 100% trust, 100% aligned in the purpose of the mission. So again, you know, bringing people together aligned in vision and purpose. Sometimes we can have everyone pointed in one direction, but frequently you can still get that alignment in vision, the alignment and purpose, the directional movement with incredible power and influence, influence. If what we do is recognize that those individuals, although they are each doing what they do best. And it would otherwise be chaos if they were just scattered. Each of those, when it forms into that vortex, allows you to move forward. And it's, it's amazing. And we've seen these across time. You know, um, uh, Liz, we were talking before about uh, the Miracle on Ice team from 1980. And I'm old enough that I was actually uh, uh, sentient enough to, to see uh, that game on, on TV. But um, uh, do you have some recollection of, uh, of the Miracle on Ice team as well? Well, I, I saw the movie. Um, I was, <laughs> while I was alive, I did not watch ice hockey when I was, I was probably about nine years old. But um, the idea of that team is there's a trust. And when you have that type of trust, there's better performance and there's better decision-making. And the outcomes are increased because you just know, as you said, I've got your back and you've got mine. That team of young men, they were so connected and it almost to the point where they could speak to each other without speaking, like you said, and, and what they were able to pull out. I mean, they were, Russia was the, was, was the team to lead, to win. They, they beat the team that was supposed to win, which is why it's a miracle on ice. But the reality of it is, is it wasn't a miracle. No, it, it, it wasn't a miracle. And, and Russia was considered to be unstoppable. Uh, and so for those who don't know the miracle on ice, it was a group of young hockey players, very inexperienced. And their coach was Herb Brooks. And, um, you know, they defeated the heavily favored USSR at the, at the time, the Soviet Union. They weren't the Russians then. And they did that in the semifinals. And they went on to beat Finland in the finals for the gold medal win. And they became the first U.S. hockey team since 1960, so at that time, 20 years, to receive a gold medal in ice hockey at the Olympics. And the improbable victory just inspired our nation and is still celebrated as one of the most incredibly poignant, the most celebrated, the greatest moments in, in, in sports history. It's if anybody has not seen the movie, we highly recommend it because you know exactly what we're talking about. But the point is, is that this episode is on the importance of high-performing teams in alignment. And when you can be aligned, you can be aligned in your home. You know, you set down, what are your um, core values? What do you teach your kids? How are you aligned? You know, what are, what are the morals that you're teaching? You know, uh, respect, honesty, uh, kindness, whatever it is that you bring out in your home, you're teaching that to your kids. And the more you teach them, the more your unit, your family home is high performing as a team that is aligned in your vision and purpose and common goals. 
And common goal meaning show up as a good human person, show up as a good human being. In business, uh, when you wanna have good culture, what do you need to have good culture? You need to have a high performing team. And we're not talking about, high performing doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing something, a skill that is incredibly difficult. No, it's it's about being aligned. So whatever you're, you're bringing to the table, whatever your strengths are that you're bringing to the table for your team, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you do for a living as long as you're aligned. Exactly. And you mentioned culture and it's so important because culture allows you to develop a high performing team and having a high performing team allows you to deepen, strengthen and polish that culture. And, you know, really, um, uh, I, I think the old quote was that you know, culture eats uh, uh, strategy uh, uh, for breakfast. And I may have it wrong, but uh, probably if I do, it's because I happen to believe that culture is, is that important. You know, um, we think again about um, most of us have a, uh, a smartphone and we went from a telephone that was not connected to smartphones. And I think I heard someplace that 95% of the uh of the world's population with smartphones have an iPhone and Apple's iPhone was created by a team. And um, Liz, you, you sort of go through this uh, very well as, as well. I mean, basically it's, you have a, a group of designers and engineers and software technicians who all had a common goal. They all wanted to leave with something. Well, now mine is like a 13, but um, I think they even have a 14 out now, but they all wanted this to happen. So again, high performing team, the engineers had to count on the designers, the designers had to count on the technicians uh, and the engineers to, to bring their plan forward. And it ended up being one of the most successful products in history. Why does everybody know the name Apple? It's not just the computer, it's the iPhone. And um, if you don't have that, that aligned vision and purpose, if you don't have that trust, that accountability, they all had to hold each other accountable for what was, what was needed to be done. And they each played a very significant role. And by the way, if you think about it, they also needed to be led. They needed someone with vision. And, and that was Steve Jobs. Um, the, the fact is that if you asked somebody, um, you know, do you want a phone that has a, a camera? Oh, why would I want a camera with my phone? Do you want you know, music in your phone. Well, no, it's a phone. I need a phone. I, I don't need to play music in my phone. But we now have something that has more computing power in our hand than the entire room of computers that sent a man to the moon. Mm -hmm. We have a, a tool in our hands that literally allows us to take pictures, to take videos, movies, play songs, uh, connect with others in, in multiple ways, including sending these short messages called texts that no one had ever thought about. Um, the fact is that the alignment and vision and purpose, the vision was created by Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. And he brought a team together with all of his own idiosyncrasies all of his own sort of personality warts. And he created a high performing team because people believed in it. 
And he said it straight out. He says, I hire the best. I get out of the way and let them do their job. Mm -hmm. And that means he created a vortex. He had people who were doing their job in the passion and way that they had with their skills. And he brought them all together in a unique, magical whirlwind that was a power force. And he changed the world. So we can't stress enough the importance of alignment and how you can, you know, we want to help people create unstoppable teams, whether it's as a couple, whether it's in a business, whether it's with your family, whether it's in your community, whether it's in your um, religion, it doesn't matter. The, the, the importance of high-performing teams are to come aligned, to have that trust, to have that accountability, so you can be the best that you can be. And, you know, as, as we go to, to wrap up here, the other team to remember that shows us the issue in putting together great players without creating a team is in the 2004 basketball Olympics. What was called the dream team, some of the best players in the world, no question, an incredible coach, Larry Brown, they lost. And Allen Iverson, who used to, uh, to play in Philadelphia, he pointed out that you can have ego, but ego can't make happen what happened last night. He then went further and he said, as far as talent, we have the best talent. They had the best talent. Every single player on that team was the best. It was the dream team. It was the team of teams. It was the creme de la creme of basketball superstars. And he says, as far as talent, we have the best talent, but that's not the question. When it comes down to this type of event, it's about being a team. They all were kings and they were not a team. If you want to have the best of the best, yes, get the best talent, but then help to mold them, to curate them into the best team. When you are able to curate the best team aligned in vision and purpose, you will have a magical moment that very few on this earth truly have an opportunity to experience. Well, on that note, that's a perfect way to end it. Um, thanks for listening. Tune in for the next one. This is going to be a four-part uh, series, so stay tuned. We look forward to bringing you more. Have a great week. Bye, Mark. Bye -bye.